0: Let's do it over. Let's do it again. Let's recreate the magic. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. Just pass pass it around and smell it again. Yeah. You're talking about the uh YouTube, or the uh triple book and um talking about
1: how like
0: oh, you know, we know it's bad, but it can't be that bad.
1: No, yeah. It, it's it's that you bad. You think like it has a reputation. Yeah, it has a reputation as being like soy sauce just kind of I don't know if I don't know if it started well, but it certainly did not turn out well. But this was next level. Uh, disgusting.
2: It, it was different.
1: It. Uh,
0: I don't. I. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was different, and, and yeah, like it, I, I enjoyed the fact that you we were tried. mentioning how yeah. it's like not like any kind of particular spoilage. You are like, like common like, off flavor, right? It just like it was almost like constructed to be like ridiculous you know like yeah
1: yeah i mean saying saying it's it's different is such a like such a euphemistic understatement <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying, you know like detaining, <laughs> detaining it, children in cages is a different yes. way of it's different, different. Yeah. Yeah. it's different haven't a, tried that it's before new angle. It's, that's that's weird <laughs> <laughs> whatever not how i do things but uh no, it was a, yeah, it was an abomination, it was a crime against, well, okay, <laughs> I'm being hyperbolic too, it's, well, if you th- were, if, this was not a crime against humanity on the level of.
2: <laughs> if someone were to force you to drink it, I might
0: consider that a crime against humanity. Hey,
1: hey, extreme, uh, yeah, extreme interrogation.
0: Maybe there was some corking, maybe that's what made the base taste of that. But.
1: No. Nah. cuz that's just wood. You've sucked on wood. It doesn't taste like that. Well,
0: cork yeah, but fung- I've had I've had a couple corked beers, like not not Oh, oh. Like oh, the, oh. the cork fungus type thing? I see.
1: And it's, it's like pretty- like like corked wine. Like yeah, how yeah. corked wine gets yeah. shitty. We
0: yeah. had a few of those. There might have be been a little bit of that in there, but there was so much more. I don't know. <laughs> there was I was so much yeah, It's
1: more. it's it's so not. It's almost like a non-organic kind of spoilage. That like I mean, cause you, yeah, you know what like like fungus tastes like, and you've had you've had bad you know, like old beer and, and old wine that's been infected or contaminated. Yeah, it's and like stuff they put like burnt plastic but. into it. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's I a good know. call. But it was like the the aroma though was so uh, I don't know, anti-compel. I don't know how to put it, but it was just <laughs> repulsive. Re- yeah, repulsive. It was. <laughs> But, but but weirdly there was, it wasn't like durian to me where I actually like backed off from it I was like I ca- this is this is going to sound really gross but sometimes you you smell a fart and you're like ugh you're
1: like, ugh <laughs> getting high in your own supply there yeah you know
2: right? everyone likes their own brand <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no that was that, that was that was the worst thing i've smelled in a while and i like like i said i was i've been fathering solo mm-hmm. fathering a 1 year old solo for the past <laughs> couple days so i've smelled some stuff um and you're wishing for the diaper basket yeah, please. Right now. <laughs> at, at least that's familiar and like it comes from a place of love
0: <laughs> oh yeah that was a fun show
1: especially that triple walk <laughs> So, so you guys don't get a pass for the rest of the year, then? Is that what? yes? Yes, we no, we okay.
2: cannot do any for, for the rest of the year. We have to rank.
1: All right. So this was this was like a filibuster show. Like uh, yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, okay. so this is the the rules we set out for each other, and it, the idea was that that probably one of us would choose not to rank, and the other
0: one would. But. I think this is the first time yeah, since we established like the, the rules that this is the anticlimax of yeah <laughs> of like you know when we both rank everything exactly the same, which almost never happens. This is the opposite of that. Yeah, well, actually, it happens more often. It, I was gonna say it happens a lot. Every
3: time I'm on, you two tend to rate the same, except for maybe I'm one beer. Like, not exactly the same. Yeah, we're we're often similar, well, similar. but. There have might been... be a difference between one. Beer. Actually, I want
2: to I want to look and see when the last time it was that we we just completely disagreed because those are always
3: fun. Last I think... time I was on every single uh, like rating two or was three different. weeks ago. I, like, yeah, I feel my, like there my was something... last
0: place beer was like your. Or my my first was like your last. Like yeah, two that's or two what I mean. Like
3: air, uh, it was just a few weeks when I was here. Everyone's rating was completely different from mine to Greg's to yours to Aaron's. Like, the,
2: never gonna brew, give brew up. God.
3: <laughs> Can't
2: believe I let you do that. However,
3: one thing I gotta ask: Do you think this was intentional? Yes. The upside yes. down the one that's yes. stored on
0: the shelf upside down.
1: So all the goop sits at the top. So when you pour it out,
0: no, that that's
1: something that, like you said, Live Oak does that with their Hefeweizen Live Oak, I heard.
0: From John Rubio, the beerist, that they were talking about getting the labels printed
1: upside down. Okay, okay. See that that makes sense with something that you want to integrate the the sediment yeah. into. But I've heard that like I don't know. Um, there, there's been talk about that being done with like New England IPAs, like like hazy, you know, hazy, yeah, hazy IPAs. And I don't see the advantages to to that unless I mean unless well, that's something the, you just maybe want everything the, in the, suspension yeah, too. Yeah, the
0: hazy's... Probably, some of them are using the, the any kind of sediment, you know, as clouding agent. Mm-hmm.
1: I would say, but it it seems to be more of a what I've seen is more of a like user driven practice rather yeah. than places actually wanting you to to do that and i, I just don't yeah, if,
0: if i, I could figure know. out how to store the bottles so when or earn cans so i poured them on our show they didn't have stratification mm. yeah. and the yeah. different samples tasted different i'd be all for it yeah, right? okay okay um you know I, I like cleanly decanted beers when obvious when that's the way they go sometimes sometimes it's really hard to tell whether a beer will be better with its gunk or without its gunk right um
1: it's part of the product, though. You know, you, yeah. you buy the brie, eat the ride. I
2: looked in the past, like, 50 shows. We have not really disagreed a lot. Okay. Uh, occasionally, there's been one or two that we've disagreed on, but in general, the list is pretty similar. Okay. So... I think we have
1: to go further further back in order to you know, find what I don't want to bother. I swear yeah, I swear there was someone in the one in the past month or two that you guys were well, like no, the, first the, and lose.
3: Literally the last mile was here, yeah, they, you two completely changed. Well as your two I, rankings were very, very different.
2: As as Jeff said, there was the one where uh I loved the McKellar, and he didn't, which was uh the McKellar, uh, Windy Hill. I don't even remember what it was. But. Look
0: at those floaties! Okay. I just poured the drink. I gotta learn to pour that. But
2: Jeff's number one was Jack Zobby, That was my number two. Jeff's number two was Single Cut. That was my number three. His number three is Fifth Hammer. That was my number four. His number four was Lord Hobo. That was my number five. So I mean, it was it was all agreeing except for that one with one. Yeah. yeah. So and and that's typically what happens. There's like a switch in the in, right. in one or two of so,
0: them. So so Nick, you started watching The Good Place. I did. I started watching The Good Place. How far are you guys? Well you said you're, you're four episode episodes before. Right? I think it might be one episode further. I saw I think the last episode I saw was when the monk this episode about the monk? I don't want to spoil it for Nick. Oh you saw that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was it. And what was the one after that then? I haven't seen well, it. He hasn't seen it so. Yeah, I might have might have gone one further. I told you it was a good show. Was it the one, the one where <laughs> she hangs out with that neighbor she hates? I think that's the one after the monk. Yeah.
3: Um, she no, she, I haven't seen that episode, but she talks about it in the previous yeah, episode. Yeah, so, so she I'm thinks she she ahead.
0: thinks that that British lady is like posing, right? And yeah, not, yeah, oh, yeah, She talks about that, and yeah. she's yeah. And mm-hmm. so I was telling
3: Greg, I was like, as of now, because I'm still very early into the show, I think every single person there belongs in a bad place, but. Their entire goal is to develop, becoming a good person to be long in the good mm-hmm. place. Um, because every single one the of them is pretty it. funny. Oh, that's what I said to him, mm-hmm. "I was like, I love how he has a different bow tie every single time you see him too, <laughs> which is <just> fantastic." <laughs> Ted Danson's great. Um, Kristen Bell's fantastic.
2: I don't. I don't think the guy who plays Cheaty has had his episode where it where you see how awesome he is, but he's so good. Okay. And it'll, it'll slowly build that. You'll really start to love that character. Okay. But I think it's like at the time I was in, I was like, I thought that he wasn't that much, but no, he's a major part of, of what makes that show good. But Ted Danson's like fantastic. and mm-hmm. But, but to me, the major part of the show, one of the things that I love about it is, is I think it's very funny. Um, it's, that's probably most important, but the way that it's, structured and plotted it never sit it never settles down to just be okay we've established a premise and we're just going to float around this premise it constantly updates the plot every episode Mm -hmm. it's constantly moving forward and this this will continue for as long as the show goes on in for for the two seasons it never stops moving forward so it never gets to a point where they're just Oh, we've settled in and now we're going to have a typical sitcom where there's a, you know, there's a home base that we go around. There's there's a table or a bar that we sit at and we do our little adventures and we come back. It's really it's wonderful to see that kind of like both that kind of experimentation and the level of writing on the show which is really good okay. put
0: together. So yeah, I would I think it's a great show. And it's on Netflix, so it's easy to watch.
3: Yeah, it's a lot better than Westworld. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know if you've heard. Are you are you a Westworld fan?
1: No, okay, I, 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 and I'm not a non fan either. I just don't. I've never seen it.
2: Um, Good, yeah,
3: I, 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 <laughs> it's entirely unessential. You can, you can start, but. You, you can start it, but after season one, just stop watching it. I,
2: I just think I, I think the best way to put it is it's entirely unessential. There's no okay. reason for you to watch it. Uh, there's nothing you're missing out on uh-huh. by not watching it. I've
3: been trying to finish season two, and I cannot. I sit down, and like I have better things to do with my life right now. I I, I, I was That's telling
2: him there. last night. I almost think you should I just need to just, to, it just to just be pissed, to be get closure, just to to see how. Horribly, they screwed up. This but when season. I
3: grab my my Apple like TV remote, the little silver thing, and I, I start holding it, and I see HBO, and my hands just start shaking, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this. So what's interesting to me is like, I think
2: Game of Thrones. I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Of me, uh, Game of Thrones has gotten objectively worse over the years. But it still didn't get nearly as bad as Westworld. Westworld's it's still terrible, fun, I mean, right? It still yeah, has They Game still have of, characters you can root for. They still have enjoyable stories. In Game
3: of Thrones, I'm going down with the ship. I'm still okay with going. Because usually, I go down with the ship. If a show starts <laughs> going bad, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to continue yeah. on until it's, till it's done. Game of Thrones, I'm still on that. For old, I couldn't even get to that. I'm like, oh my god, this is awful. I can't I can't do it.
2: You and Jeff are more go down with the ship guys. I'm I'm more of an abandoned ship guy. Uh, as soon as I feel like there's something I mean, it, it's not always. I've 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 stayed longer than I should have for some series, like the office and uh they've stayed for that beyond when it was good. And yeah. Yeah, there's a few that I've that I've stayed on longer than I should have. But I'm usually happy making a clean break. Uh, Dexter was one where I was like, <laughs> after, I the, like second, after the second, after the second season, like when the third season season started, the, the first episode, I was just like, all right, I
0: have no interest in this whatsoever.
3: Dexter's coming back too. What?
0: No. I watched uh there's a series on Netflix where uh, what's his name? John Michael Hall or yeah, John C. John, John C. Hall.
2: Michael C. Hall. Michael C. He,
3: Hall. He. he Michael C. Hall. He, Mike he's not Anthony British. Yeah, Michael C. Hall. C. Hall. You're talking about oh. from Dexter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's Michael. not he's not British, right? He's no, American no, he's actor. he's American. So he
0: did a show on some British network. It's on Netflix. Um, what's it called? I watched a few episodes of it because I just wanted to see Michael C. Hall do a British accent. <laughs> oi, I'm British. Oi, oi. <laughs> And um, it was it it wasn't great. I'd recommend
2: Kunk on Britain. Which was, so, the guy who did Black Mirror, uh, Charlie, um...
3: You look at me like I know.
2: Yeah, I know you know the guy who does Black Mirror.
3: Yeah, I know Black Mirror.
2: He does these, um... He's a satirist, and he does these, like, other things, too. And one of them is these, uh... Fake documentary things where this this ignorant person is doing the documentary, but they have real people. It's kind of uh, yeah, yeah but yeah, but that. kind of but 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 also, but not like totally a joke. They're uh, like I think I showed you the Kunk on Shakespeare one where, where yeah
3: yeah which it's
2: it's very right. funny yeah, it's so and good. and you know but you learn a bit about Shakespeare at the same time where it's totally taking the piss out of Shakespeare and. Um, let me show you a part from it actually, because I think that that will that will uh, clear more. One of my favorite parts of it is when she reads. She asks somebody about, like, an expert about the words that were made up by Shakespeare. Okay. Okay, so let's see here. It's pretty near the end.
4: Close to the... I've been mainly Liam Neeson fretting and pacing and talking to Bonds. That's the basic difference between Hamlet and Taken. Liam Neeson makes up his mind.
5: I
2: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy!
4: Shakespeare never wrote anything even close to this white knuckle knife. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote incredibly long speeches full of words. How important are the words in a Shakespeare's play? Like um. Could you do it
2: without the words? Um, without the words, there isn't much left, to be honest. I think probably that's the bedrock of what we do.
4: And to be fair, Shakespeare was no ordinary wordmonger. He didn't just use words, he invented them too. Shakespeare made up words, didn't he? He did that all the time. Mm-hmm. He made up so many words. He made up about a thousand words that we still use today. Did he? Mm-hmm. But like I've got a list of words okay. that he uh, might or might not have made up. OK. And you tell me if Shakespeare made them up or not. OK. Cuckoo. Um, no, I don't think so. Ukulele. No. Truffle balling. No. Seafax. No. Omnishambles. No. Nutribullet. No. <laughs> Mixtape. No.
5: Spork. <laughs> no.
4: Rufflecopter. No. Bumberclot. No. (laughs) Juge. Potatoey. Bromance. (laughs) Sushi. No. (laughs) Titwank. Yes. It doesn't make sense that he came up with Hobnob, doesn't it? Because it's sort of the most old-fashioned of biscuits. It's got, like, bits of hay in it and stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah. so yeah, that, that's the style and, and, it, and it's that but going about the history of, of Britain so tit wank <laughs> <laughs> neutral bullet <Okay.
3: laughs> yeah I remember watching that that was a couple we years did. ago in my apartment we watched that um, we were fucked up yeah <laughs> yes we were <laughs> That's usually how it ends. Here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> There's a
2: scene where, where, where the guy does a, a, a sol- he does the, the Macbeth yeah the know, soliloquy the the uh, yeah dagger no it was um to be honest oh, no, no, no 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 uh, and that's Hamlet right that's Hamlet yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> when when he gets done she he, the camera goes over and she's like on her phone and she says and she puts it away. The, so what's that about, then?
5: <laughs>
1: I love that, like, I've been watching, um... Nathan For You was on Halo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just he that, like, deadpan, clueless interviewer talking with someone who's like, you're a, you're a nitwit, like, yeah idiot, yeah. He just He's so, so well. good at that. Oh, I, I love that show.
3: Well, that's like, um... I haven't seen that one, but, uh... Oh, um, the dog. The Triumph. Dog? Yeah, oh, Triumph. Triumph. Yeah. Okay. Triumph's yeah, sure. like That though, who, when he interviews you, it's just like a complete.
2: Oh, Triumph is like you know he's got the Don Rickles effect where he's definitely ripping on you
3: and and like he oh, knows yeah. it. And you know, well,
2: it, it's and almost like... yeah, it's almost like it's almost uh, a compliment to be insulted by
3: by him. I mean, it was brilliant, especially during the election. Uh-huh. But, I mean, it was it was some of the best things i've ever seen was with that in that election like oh my god (laughs) and
0: nathan for you where he um there's like there's an ongoing storyline from a couple of seasons right where he has that PI that can't
1: stand him right and then he goes back with the PI. <laughs> You're the wizard of loneliness. <laughs> one of my and the favorite PI gets his own reality show. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: one of my favorite Nathan Fugue gags though was a simple little just sight gag that was in one of the shows where he, it shows a tree and then suddenly he comes <laughs> from behind it. It's like, it's
1: hi because he's doing his <laughs> yeah. own like psa it's like hi i'm nathan
2: and it was just it was like out of nowhere it was the one with the with the it was the something the where they made the dog with uh cemetery yeah. they made the yeah but anyway the it was
1: giant just... the giant ad right was like a headstone yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but it was just <laughs> it was all of a sudden he <laughs> comes out it was just this dumb little little joke but it was so funny
3: i mean i haven't seen it but that that reminds me of yacht rock yeah, yacht rock. Where that would Good come out? Where he was yacht. like, "Hey, you caught me making love," <laughs> and like he just...
2: Yeah, yacht rock had that running joke. I don't know if you've watched rock, yeah. yacht rock. Uh,
3: you need to watch yacht rock all like twenty-two episodes of it. They're only five like minutes that. long, yeah. so you're not
2: doing yourself any any hard thing. But it's like they they take that seventies, you know, sailing away type style, and and uh, who was there like uh, uh, Hall Notes and. Um, the doobie brothers yeah like michael, michael, McDonald, michael mcdonald mcdonald yeah uh, it's so and good. The, and they basically like you know fictionalize their adventures uh-huh. uh and it's it's and what's, so funny. what's
3: great now is that there actually is a cruise oh yeah it became, it became really show. popular and it's called yacht rock <laughs> and it, they have all these amazing like 70s and early 80s musicians that have come up and they play this cruise <laughs> so and,
1: what was the real i mean like obviously like yacht rock has sort of been Compiled retroact yeah. like you know twenty years later into like oh the, the, these were what are all these like narcissistic pricks from the eighties were listening to oh
3: don't get me going
1: on oh, Michael McDonald I love me some good old Michael but like what when it was actually happening what was what was that about like I mean was it was it like was it soul and like West Coast Smooth, stuff just kind of like baby. boiled
3: down to really like really digestible. Um, um, I don't know. Like when when Toto told me they were they needed me to write a smooth song, I don't I don't think I could have do it. Then I heard, <laughs> and I was like, "This is smooth." <laughs>
2: it, it was it was something about like, it was just an, a
1: California aesthetic of, you know, you, you've got the ocean there, you, you it was, it was, but like Holland, like Holland Oates I mean, Holland Oates is like Yacht Rock, and they're like, they're like working class Philly. Well, yeah, they they were like, the they were fighting the Yacht Rock
2: guys in, I oh. think, so they were, oh, okay. They were not, they were not the Yacht Rockers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh But they, they were like fighting Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins
3: and stuff like that. Throughout the entire, of like, entire show,
1: here Fake Doc documentaries have you, have you ever seen um documentary now it's like Fred Armison and Bill yeah. Hader there's like a whole it's actually like a two like a two part documentary about like this yacht rock band it's like this california like kind of post eagles like super like super smooth chill band from the mm-hmm. 80s where the, like this gi- this guy just had a super effeminate voice and that's but they were trying to be like this you know it's like they were from Chicago and they wanted to be like this meatpacking like blue color <laughs> band but like this guy just sang like a young woman and, and uh so yeah, they they turn this
3: weird. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds funny. It sounds good. Like I, I don't know. The, the
2: central conflict in Yacht Rock is Kenny Loggins turning from a smooth the guy smooth into rock. an eighties rocker, <laughs> okay. and 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 the rest of of the God. smooth community, you know, trying to stop him from from leaving the smooth, you know. And you know, I
3: love when good. it's like. Oh my god, you're producing Van Halen. And then they interrupt him and they take this smooth meter and they go it up and then you're just like,
1: scoopity pop pop pop. And then
2: like cut down. It's so
5: freaking good.
2: It's, it's really good. And it's so, because it's five minutes long, you're never like, you never feel like it's overkill. Right. Jimmy Buffett. The Jimmy Buffett one, the one with uh, um,
3: Michael well, Jackson when he comes and in. The oh, the Michael Jackson one oh is Michael so funny, Jackson's so good. Um, the Van Halen episode's fantastic, where they take the the demonic medallion and are like, "No, you will <laughs> produce us." <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 and then there was the one with with uh, Warren G, where because because he, he takes the he takes a sample from one of Michael McDonald's songs, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, and.
3: And you know, so and then he's like older, and he's yeah. like, "I became a top number one hit <laughs> yeah. thirty years later." <laughs> As they see Kenny Loggins, he goes, "Yeah, cool," <laughs> and then just like keeps on running. <laughs> It is a really good show, and then like the beginning is just so good. And Then you have that random episode where Drew Carey comes out of nowhere, right? And he's like, "Dude, I'm like a skinny white nerdy dude. Like you should understand. You're getting and in way into business. the in, yeah. into the deep
2: shit." But there, there's <laughs> there, there's also an episode where the first episode has a particular storyline. Then like they do a parody. They go back because the band Jethro Tull is based on a guy oh, named sure. Jethro Tull,
1: yeah, inventor of the plow or something. Yeah, like that. yeah,
2: and and they take the plot of the first episode and transfer that to a history Jethro Jethro Tull style, okay. and they use some of the same like lines, and it's it's like it's such a meta thing that you know I. I was super in love with it. I think that if you haven't seen the stuff or, or yeah. appreciated that, level, then you wouldn't have gotten it. But it's so great. Cause it, <laughs> there, there's a line like... Uh, but
3: you also have like... Um, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: There's a, there's a line in, in, in the first episode where you got the guy behind the dude brother is saying to Michael O'Donnell, you need to make us a hit? Or... Yeah. And he has a little thing rush across his throat. The doobies, and then in this one, they they say, Jeff O'Toole, you better plow these fields, or death to (laughs) me.
3: I love that first episode there with Michael Botanic. He's like, I love being in the doobies, man. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I mean, you got some like, really up and coming stars that came in there, too. I mean, you had Justin Rowland, yeah, Dan Harmon that appeared. Oh, yeah, those was all
2: Channel 101 stuff. So, that was when that was when all these guys were doing. You know, struggling, I mean, Randall Park was, was doing that stuff. Jump in, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's lots of lots of people you'll recognize. Sarah Silverman shows it's, up. It's, uh, it's to-
3: yeah, Sarah Silverman shows up in episode. It's, it's really worth it. It takes maybe to get through all episodes, maybe an hour. Okay. Okay. An Hour and a half. So it's like a bad Warcraft movie or something like that. Like you're good. for Being in a <laughs> Warcraft it.
1: movie. I'm just interested in
3: Yacht Rock. It, it is. A,
2: it's an interesting. It is an interesting
3: phenomenon. Oh, well, I know. When I'm driving home tonight, I, I, I already set my phone to Michael McDonald. I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would it. never. Michael Bolton. Michael McDonald. I'm ready to
5: go.
2: Where's the, I'm gonna find that that Michael McDonald song that uh, was sampled? Uh. Yeah. This one. They'll recognize it, I think, as soon as I start playing it. Come on. Come on, Google.
5: Yeah, that was oh, yeah sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was in regular, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Nate Talk. Him and Anthony Bourdain. Like, yeah. in the same decade.
3: <laughs> in the same decade. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to go about that, I mean, look, David <laughs> Bowie and Prince died within a month of each other. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was January and April. But, but,
1: it was three months, so. Yeah, oh, got shut that up. It wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> it was it was close, it was close together as a sad time. I
2: think... I, I was I mean me I was more picture,
0: sad let me get a picture of Nick here he's like <laughs> so, here are you coming on my fucking show what do you think <laughs> I think uh,
1: what do you think I, I, I posit that, that Prince was the American David
3: Bowie Um, I was very sad over Prince because like Prince is one of the reasons why I even went into music yeah and like um, my professors and stuff like knew how they knew how much I loved Prince because I would always talk about it and when Prince was announced dead I uh, went to my class and my professor opened up his door and he literally just looked at me and he goes, "I'm so sorry for your loss," because he knew how much I love Prince. People love Prince, man. Like Prince, crazy motherfucker. He's an awesome, like, super talented guy. Oh, man, I
2: totally agree. with super talented. I never liked his stuff. Really?
3: See I yeah. love. I yeah. say so you weren't, you weren't smooth enough, baby. I wasn't,
2: <laughs> but no, I know. I I don't. I can't think of a Prince song that I enjoy. Bad
3: dance. You don't like oh, when
1: doves cry? Like no, bat
0: dance. I really bat dislike dance. when doves cry. Actually, <laughs> real. Oh, I love it. Bat dance. Come on, let's give it its due. I dislike bat
2: dance. <laughs> I really dislike uh purple rain. Or nothing compares to you. Purple know. rain
3: it is so oh, beautiful.
2: Um, ah, but I, David Bowie, I like. I like. I mean, uh, not everything, but there are some David Bowie songs I think are fantastic. I'm more
3: on the is big as it is. My I favorite like David Bowie tune really is still probably. Uh, you say you're with your life on Mars. I'm with you. I'm, I mean. I, I like, yeah, Life on Mars is great. I don't I like, care how big that it is I someone, like when doves cry. But someone, like, other I was than that, surprised like, was like, Pace was something ranked like, the I guess okay. like top hundred okay, Life on Mars was number one. I was really Ooh, Life on Mars. Like I don't care how big it is. I think like fucking fantastic. Five five years. It was fun time to karaoke yeah, my too. Favorite. Yeah, we we've done it. Yeah, it's Japanese style too. <laughs> Get into a nice little tight room. Have some. We had like a bottle of rum and a bottle of tequila. <laughs> there was five of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're saying, Life of nice.
2: That's the way to do it because you just get drunk as hell, just singing to yourself. You, you, because it's just you and your friends, so you don't care.
1: You can and you just. Scream. Oh, I like singing to strangers. That's, that's really my, that's my jam. Like <laughs> you yeah like lock eyes with one dude in the room. <laughs> I mean you and me, White Snake. Five I actually have, I have a <laughs> absolutely.
2: At our, at our last uh, the last summit I went to for for my for my uh, company, they did a karaoke thing at the end, and I just I, I was plastered enough that I just got up and start started belting.
1: Do you have a Do you have a jam? Do you have a particular karaoke song that you lock into?
2: Um. The song that that I loved, and it surprised me how much I love singing it, because I had never thought to do this song, but it came up and I started singing it, was uh, Garth Brooks' uh, Friends in the Little Places. Okay. And I'll, th- that's if I can find a picture of me, <laughs> I mean, you can see I'm clearly having a good time. Um, it's an emotional song. <laughs> It's, I think it's a good song because the it whiskey is.
0: comes and beer chases the blues away. <laughs> what? That's not Chubba Wumba. No, that's, that's, that's Friends and Lovers. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's, yeah, it <laughs> is. Okay.
2: I don't know. The, 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 the lyrics are on the. I get knocked down,
3: but I, I get, get up, up again. again. <sighs> You're Never uh, gonna keep me down. Pissing the night away. <laughs> it's it's like just the weird, night,
1: like. like... Away
3: those guys were like they had that
1: weird I mean like yeah that that one hit that everyone knows them for but they were like this like lefty socialist yeah like anarchist they recorded a, an album with Noam Chomsky <laughs> and like they had all these crazy yeah just just like yeah socio-anarchist uh, leanings damn I can't
3: find the picture oh man bad. that's Michael McDonald's so good right now <laughs> feeling it <laughs> oh, I'm feeling
1: it. You feel
0: that smooth, baby. Oh, well. That's no not my jam.
2: Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I I mean, I, I can do the the open karaoke, but I think the Japanese-style karaoke is much more fun. As long as you're drunk. You have to be. You have to get to It's not alcohol.
3: fun when you're sober. It's, it's fun
2: when you're sober, but it's not
3: as fun. It's not as fun. If you're hammered and just go through. However, the, the more sloppy you I are, think, the... I think the funniest part about it, at least the one that we went to... Were all these rip-off karaoke covers. Yeah, that's that's so, great, too, because it would get these songs. And they would yeah. be like midis. Yeah. Just midis playing just some, it. like,
1: Casio. And
3: it was horrible. <laughs> and we would start them and be like, what the fuck is this? And we would just skip it because it was so bad. What's, yeah.
1: The worst is if, like, I don't know, if if you pick a song that you like, but you don't realize it's not in your range. <laughs> like, I did, um, I love the song Jolene. By Dolly Parton, if, if you know that, but yeah, like... I don't... Beautiful song. I don't have Dolly Parton's range, so it's Clearly, like, you have balls. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I can sing,
3: sing some ladies. I made a similar mistake
2: when I was in New York, and it was Shane.
3: Everyone makes that mistake with Africa.
2: I didn't do Africa. I did uh, Take On Me. Uh,
3: that's not the one. It gets <laughs> I got that ball set
2: up. Yeah, it gets really high, and I was... I was really happy because I was able to get it. I I like nailed it enough to be just a little flat once. Then the next time I couldn't even get close. But I was able to get like just
3: almost there, which is hard. I, I like really want to go karaokeing right now and just like let's just do it. It's just cranberry. Let's Where's the right karaoke? It. <laughs> it, it, it is a Friday. I'm sure there's a karaoke place right now. <laughs> yes. uh, it's a good question. I don't even know where I karaoke. The only place
2: here. I know of is, is that place in Oakland.
3: That place is so much fun, though. Yeah, I'm all for it Let's that's go. the
2: Japanese uh, karaoke place
3: oh well, we do have more microphones it. and it's the internet subway. we can just karaoke oh shit we no, could no we could but karaoke is, is this being we'd recorded
2: piss your, we'd piss <laughs> off your wife too. that's the thing <laughs> but, I don't want to I mean I, I would be, wait, be totally into it but yeah you we'd wake your kids we'd
3: piss off your wife it'd be a whole <laughs> you might have a divorce uh, we got we no it wouldn't be that bad but it wouldn't you wouldn't piss off I don't want
1: to wake your kid you just run every song choice by her it's like hey can we do one week by Bare Naked Ladies fine and I'm like, okay, see you in three minutes. Paranoid Android <laughs> was one that was, that was MIDI, right?
3: Uh, it was horrible. We couldn't even We did it. it. We Ooh, did it. But we didn't finish it. We skipped it. Uh, because it so Paranoid bad. Android by Radiohead. Yeah. And we did Creep. That it's one like, was very...
2: Jeff, you said, by the way, and I, I don't think you told Nick this, but you said you listened to where you had an album, you actually liked it. Okay. Are
1: you are you cold on Radiohead too? I always have. Yeah. Yeah, Same here. I I just can't.
0: I listened to Paranoid Android, and it 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 was more than just utter disdain listening to the whole thing. Oh, really? So
1: I I enjoyed it. Um, See, that's it. Yeah. I I don't I like I don't hate I don't hate them at all. It's just they're like I always say the same thing about them that I like that I do about like 2001. Like it's beautiful and it's cold. And that, like, I just can't. There's just, there's just nothing. See, like to, to me, me
3: Radiohead, it. I love them. Best album, OK Computer. Second best, in my opinion, In Rainbows. Absolutely love it. Then the Bends. The Benz is a great album. Benz is fucking fantastic, but I like In Rainbow a little bit more than the Bends. Is are you <laughs> playing Radiohead? I am playing Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He is. <laughs> However, Fake Plastic Trees, I feel like, is a song that people that aren't Radiohead fran- fans can still enjoy. It's a perfect song. You should put on Fake Plastic Trees.
1: I, like, um, I was in a band that covered, what is it called? Just. Just has a really cool Yeah, Just guitar, is a good song, too. Guitar part. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's kind of like, not have
2: a cool guitar part
1: I can kinda of get into the early stuff because they sounded like you could tell they were pulling from like the Pixies yes. and Shoegazer or, yeah.
3: stuff. Well that's what that's and, why I think I like in Rainbow so much because like to me that was when they hit their peak of maturity. That was just the perfect amount of just music complexity and artistic, but wasn't overcompensating their angst. I mean I, their I past couple albums to me haven't been the greatest.
2: I remember a quote from Tommy York when he was asked why they stopped putting guitar in their songs. And he said, cause the Pixies only made four albums. Mm-hmm. So he was, <laughs> he was very aware of what he was doing. Uh, and I, I sort of agree that i don't i don't necessarily like the newer radiohead stuff that i really love that's what i mean like
3: the, the to me the last great album that they had was in rainbows I, I thought that was a fantastic album from start to finish the following lotus flower and all that other stuff that came from it it was it was cool but it it's not my it, to me it wasn't it didn't captivate exactly what they were saying to me it felt a lot a very forced where they're like trying to be more musicians and they're like doing all these crazy time signatures and all these other different like hemiolas and syncopated stuff that i'm like loving but at the same time i'm like dude this isn't radiohead that's that's not Mm -hmm. what i'm anticipating i'm all about growth and evolution but to me it felt more forced than it did artistic like they just like oh we wrote this because that's what it was Like there's a song that I have um, that we play with um, the group out in Philadelphia and stuff like that Swing Kings and stuff like that where it's it's an original composition of mine and it's in 5-4 the time signature ultimately but the melody is a compound melody so the melody if you actually separate it from the original piece it's 3-4-3-4-4-4 so that's the structure of the measure of it over top of the 4-4 It's called "Without Grace." So it's like, but I didn't intentionally think, oh, I'm gonna make this really hardcore melody." I just kind of wrote it on a piano, and then I transcribed it, and I was like, "Oh, well, this is really cool." Well,
2: I think that that's the that's the nature of things, right? You don't, if you tr- if you try to make something amazing, you're gonna fail. But if you make something and you realize that things are coming together in an amazing way, then you can you can put the right you, you can find the attention to, to to make it awesome but you can't yeah. you don't know when you start something into it. it's going to be amazing
3: yeah i mean i mean but that's that's what i mean though by the difference of like organically growing complexity because that came out of my years of education to where it's like i'm just naturally doing this because it's become a part of my vocabulary mm-hmm. rather than i've experienced musicians who have played their music and I've listened to their music to where it's like, okay, you are forcing this on you to try and say, oh, I understand this. Okay,
2: stuff. the two of you, give give me and Jeff a Prince song. Prince? Yeah, a song that
1: you think is I, like. I don't know. I feel like I've thrown. I mean, When Doves Cry" and "Purple Rain" or oh man,
3: kind of my favorites. I've had a lot of barley wines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Nothing compared to you or set. Like I think Seven's a really good song. That's kind of a late, seven? like okay. sort of later stuff. Mm.
3: Um, I'm I i do not know why I'm blanking on this right now. Hold on. Um, when you were, when darling you, Nikki. Nikki. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: he says with a knowing laugh.
3: <laughs> Dar, I see. I don't. I don't see. I see. Darling, seven. darling Nikki.
0: Seven or
2: darling Nikki? Which one?
3: Darling Nikki. Go. Ahead. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> this is more of his artistic side of things that I just absolutely love the the lyrics are a little (laughs) bass it's all about masturbation and like a whore and a slut and I love it
2: (laughs) okay but okay Nick I don't want a song that you love I want a song that's going to be something that, that would appeal to a whole bunch of people
3: Okay, then do you have, uh, to a whole bunch red of Red beret, raspberry, raspberry beret, yeah. What
2: about seven. We'll go with
3: seven. I'll
1: try seven. <laughs> I think seven. Is a...
3: No, raspberry <laughs> beret would be one that would appeal to many people. Okay. Turn up a little bit.
2: I mean, so he went over the basically the basic melody, just doing it in vocals, and now he's doing it with backing. It's yeah. very Lion King. I don't
3: understand that
2: reference. <laughs> like, like I was like trying to
1: kind of Afrocentric, like just yeah, yeah. Elton John Lion <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You think like this
2: is the same thing over and over again just now there's a drum machine behind it there's some there's Not some verses
1: machine. yeah They re- Prince playing drums they report the they re- it's R- as good as a drum
3: that means he's in time okay well, that's what I said like Raspberry Beret I yeah. think that is a song that everyone will enjoy put on Raspberry Beret
2: Oh, there's disco.
0: this song was came out like what eighty six or something like that. Uh, Yeah,
3: eighty (laughs) four. Uh
5: huh.
2: What do I care? What your boss's name is.
1: <laughs> is that going to come up later? What? Um, who was I, Who was I talking? To? Do you like Ween? No, no I've, really? heard,
2: I've heard some of it, and Shane loved Ween. Shane tried okay. to get me into Ween, okay, and I never got. I I like the novelty of like push
1: a little daisies. Yeah,
5: yeah,
1: yeah. But push a little push push a little <laughs> daisies is a Prince song. Is a what? Is a Prince song. It is? I mean basically, yeah, yeah. Like Prince what? like Prince was a huge like I like I listened a year to Ween for years and it was like, oh they're just like fucked up stoner guys uh-huh. from the like Philly suburbs, like they're just they're just like mean and they're high on glue and um yeah. they're just, just making like crazy stuff. But like they were big into Prince and if you listen if you listen to Ween thinking like, oh, They like Prince a lot Like it kind of makes sense (laughs) Push the Little daisies. Yeah I can hear that I I can hear that Yeah Yeah.
2: I I, I can buy that You've probably never heard Push the Little Daisies. You have I'm sure right? No (laughs) Wait
1: What was that sound?
0: That was me getting
3: a chopstick Okay (laughs) (laughs) uh oh man i need michael mcdonald right now (laughs)
2: And I kind of thought, like, this is a fun kind of novelty song that didn't overstay its welcome. And it's kind of musical.
1: Yeah. No, I have a I have a ton of respect for these guys and their creative process. Like, they're just this crazy... Yeah. Like, like I said, just these, like... The, the, this album... The album this was on was, like... They, they got signed to, like, Electra, which is Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um... Like they made they got like a twenty thousand dollar advance to make this album and they recorded it for like thirty-eight dollars. And and then did like, the rest. Yeah, and were like Smart. like did it, on a, did it on a four track. They were like high on Scotch Guard the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and just this just uh, Yeah just insane for like I mean, just to see what how I don't know if it's how desperate like major major labels were to get talent in the early '90s. Yeah, after Nir- after whatever Nirvana or or uh, whatever, or, or just that it was kind of this like. Plus, my like, bands like Dinosaur
2: Jr. got popular yeah. for some reason. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Jr. Yeah. Well, they get, yeah, they got... I'm not they saying, got saying that they're a cool. bad band, I'm just saying oh, no, they're they great. They just got popular I, sad, like, out of Junior. nowhere. Yeah, they did.
1: Like, yeah, I mean, uh, right, stuff like Nirvana Happening was, was just like kind of opened the floodgates for like all these bands who were either either really good and really established to get like the Melvins and Dinosaur Jr. and the Butthole Surfers and the Jesus <laughs> mm-hmm, Lizard mm-hmm. to get signed to, to like big labels or like these fucking poser pieces of shit. Like, like, like I don't know, yeah. Creed. Yeah, I mean Creed. Yeah, yeah, Creed was a little later, but like, yeah. Um, just yeah, these...
3: but the guitar player for them, what's his name? Mike Troy Bonnie. Or I can't remember his name, but he's oh, a guitar player for Creed. Yeah, he plays uh. in a band called Alter Bridge. Okay. God dude, he's he's a badass fucking musician. He played in a terrible band.
1: I'm sure that there's a lot of great musicians oh, who like play in these bad S- bands. Silver chair. Okay, there's a there's an example Silver of a band chair. that just got like ushered oh, through. Oh god, what
2: what was their song? Oh um, man, I
1: remember the to- I remember Tomorrow. Know. I don't know it. Or or um Candlebox. Candle um, Box. That's what I was thinking shit. of. Yeah, like Candle Eve Six. Yeah, one that... that
3: came out in the late '90s. Yeah, I think oh, but then
2: again, hit. there's always been one-hit
0: wonders, right? I mean, that's always been well, one, eight, one, one, of one of my thing. favorites. Yeah. The one that like, guilty pleasure it would
1: be uh, fastball, right? With that, the way fastball was like they made some. There were some good songs. the The way was the way was good. What was that other one? Like
3: if like, am I out of my head? Am I? Yeah, out of yeah. Mind? Like yeah, that, that's, that's right. not bad either. And, like see the one thing to me that came out that was great from the '90s that I discovered later in life was ska. Oh yeah,
1: Ugh. I was oh, in a band at oh, yeah, ska. Like, ska band in high school. I love ska. played bass
3: Love ska. I talked about this before. Real big but, fish, uh, mighty mighty I boss. Hated towns. It.
1: it. I really? hated it
2: because it. There was something about it, it. I actually like horns, but there was something mm. about it that. Oh, this song! God, said <laughs> it was a guilty pleasure. <laughs> now
0: that I heard the intro, I'm like, I really don't want to it's listen like, to that. I, like, I just want to hear the hook, right? I bet, like, the road that they walked on was paved in gold. Blah, blah, and that's blah, blah,
1: what that kind of arrows when like Smash Mouth came out too. And you heard Smash Mouth the first couple of times, like, ah, oh, these kind of these guys are kind of doing something yeah. different. But then they went on to do like, and then you realize all star like, oh, these. Oh, they're the worst. It's like,
2: it's it's the same shit over and over again. Yeah. There's nothing. There's not really an interesting thing here. Or, or if there was, it was just a little tiny thing that didn't. Yeah, but, but yeah. on but it's on like, good like, for like real this. big
3: fish though, I think it's completely different. Like See, I mean, yeah, even I their like, trademark beer though. I mean,
1: there was smart. like
3: put that on. It's so good. It? Like,
1: there was like a there were like there was like a deeper Scotian that kind of had more of like a roots old school R and B kind of vibe to it too um, that was closer to reggae what was the one that was see these guys okay this is kind of a sublime
2: thing going on too right yeah, yeah. I
1: fucking hate sublime <laughs>
2: I'm with you on
1: that <laughs> but this is, this is the chords for the passenger by Iggy Pop it's
3: the chord for sort of more than just the passenger well, I, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah
2: you're talking to Mr. Music. Sure. It's like if you talk to me about physics, I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, like, but this is a
3: catchy ass song.
2: Yeah, th- but this has this has that. Yeah, I'm just as fine. And I, I I hated the ones that were like.
5: <sighs>
1: no, you hated this. If you hated Scott, you, you hated this. <laughs>
2: no, this this is not that bad. It maybe it wasn't so much Scott as. No, because this isn't the, the stuff that I hated. There was a, uh, this...
3: put on a uh, Mighty Mighty Boston.
2: Yes, I hated Mighty Mighty
1: Boston. Really, I like on? that. I, I think love, the Bostones are I'd better than Boston. Real Big Fish. No, really? Because really? because the Bostones were like the first ska core band. To I mean, really do. that. Uh,
3: forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the trumpet player for the Real Big Fish plays in like the California Harmonic, like Philharmonic. Like he plays okay. in their orchestra and he does this for like fun on the side. Okay, yeah.
2: Like I right. enjoyed Cake. I thought Cake did had some good albums um, in the beginning. No,
3: the the Rascal by Mighty Mighty Boss yeah. Tones. I um, like I like the most Rasc- Rascal Cake. King. Yeah, Rascal King. That's a killer tune.
0: I, don't, I don't like even later cake stuff. Like, uh, this
3: stuff I just like. I love this. This is really great. How's <laughs> different? The only thing that's funny, this is. A, I'm not sure. <laughs> but the thing is, this is an very eight similar. piece band. <laughs> it's and, very similar. But what's so cool is that these guys were so. Like, they have a guy in this band who doesn't play an instrument. Doesn't sing Doesn't do anything All he does is dance it's like And Benny, that is it Benny or something like yeah, that was if if like He the, was just like He was just a guy Who was like a fan of them Who they were friends with And they're, when they got big They're like Fuck it You're a part of the band remember And he just Oscar? literally
0: Dances what? the entire
3: time. with Oscar The uh The, he, Spartan
2: the Spartan band no you remember that? No I, I think so, this feels too big band for me And that's what it is Like cause, I, I like the I like the score where it's paired back And there's a horn there But it's not It doesn't feel like uh, I'm,
3: I'm listening to you know, A high school band doing something Well what know. do you I mean So these, these guys, guys are from Boston Is is Real Big Fish from Boston too? No they're from They're definitely West Coast Are they Oxford, West Coast? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I thought um, But like There's money, money, Boston's they're from Boston, and then other Boston bands like Dropkick Murphys, Not Scott like right, yeah. Irish, like American Irish punk. Right? Mm-hmm. love Dropkick Murphys, vlog and Molly is another one of those groups but like, yeah, the Boston scene's banging I think especially I should, in the newer area because then you have like Lake Street Dive well, that's where the pitchers came from the Pixies were like all Boston. Yeah. yeah well I mean you got so many music colleges up there You get a Dinosaur Junior yeah you get a ton of great musicians yeah. from there because you have yeah, Berkeley Berkeley's 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 up there. Yeah.
1: the uh, Mission of Burma
2: and there were the gross bands the like Sons. Cherry Poppin' Daddies yeah, those was, guys were. They, they swing,
1: started as right? kind of a Scott band, but they got more into like the, the swing thing, like yeah, yeah. like the the squirrel nut zippers. Yeah. yeah, squirrel nut zippers were were different too, because they were like more of a. They were was a, like an older rag, like kind of like ragtime or Dixie band. whereas like a lot of the the swing that came out later was like jump blues. It was more like Louis, like Louis Jordan. Yeah, that um, was a really weird time. I think I think, know, I think that was side. before
2: September 11th, and. People had to try to find something to hang on to, and so they came up yeah. with, let's go back to the 20s. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's a
2: really weird time. I
1: don't know. Yeah, the mask came out, and everyone was in the Royal Crown Review after that.
0: <laughs> one of the, we uh, talked about this before, one of the bands that, from that general era that I completely missed the first time around and caught much later which yeah, like, if I had found them in high school they would have been one of my favorite bands and I would have been with the coolest kid in school the <laughs> Social Distortion
3: uh-huh. oh like, they're I great I
0: missed them until yeah. much later and I love just about everything they yeah
3: they're, they're good I've seen them live a couple times they're, they're excellent when I was watching Fireworks <laughs> at my <laughs> office <laughs> He played this song and played. masturbated.
2: <laughs> I couldn't have masturbated because my coworker came in with her family so I, I guess I could have I been. wasn't allowed to masturbate <laughs> I was
3: about to masturbate I had to butt in my pants and then my coworker showed up with her kid and I couldn't do that with the kid there but though
2: they asked me to put on some songs so I, I like found like a bunch of fireworks playlists and this oh, is what okay. I was like yeah oh,
3: yeah there you go that works He's doing something private in here <laughs> <laughs> oh shit kids <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, think I, I think I found out about I think I found out about <laughs> As he's singing the star <laughs> oh, yeah. oh,
0: oh. Standing at attention <laughs> oh, no. if,
2: if, if I'm going to Masturbate I'm sorry but if Hold I'm no. going to masturbate no. It's My not rockets, going to be to stars and stripes that forever mass. My rocket's about to red glare if I'm going to match with it, it's not going to be the Star Spangled It's going to be the 1812 Overture because I've <laughs> got to <laughs> time it with those cannons. That's when that's when can-
1: that's when Canada <laughs> yeah. burned down the White House. It's it's the cannons, man. They, they do it for me. <laughs> it's not God Bless the USA. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man, well, <laughs> what's that to- fucking Toby Keith song? Oh, uh... like courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Yeah, oh. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's
2: that one time. that's like? Let's rock and I rack and I roll. Oh, I <laughs> <not laughs> rack and I roll? Yeah. It's awful. Uh, Let's get to the good
1: part.
0: The climax?
1: Yes, the climax. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> it doesn't get any better from that.
2: Oh, now nah, I can just think about it. I'm building action
1: right here. <laughs> fapping. <laughs> yeah, it's just like to think about fapping. <laughs> so what? Tell me about the guy who ran, who's running for Congress on like the the oh, y- yes, pro yes pro pedophile. That's a that's a good. What the hell is that about? I I didn't catch that in on the NPR app.
2: <laughs> uh, this is in the Washington Post. Uh, Nathan largely lives with his parents and spends most of his waking hours on the internet yeah Uh, in between intermittent work as an accountant and it's mostly there and he's developed blah 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 believes in instituting a patriarchal system with women under the authority of men
3: I'm sorry you reading this at this moment is just (laughs) making everything
2: better right because you're thinking about jerking off Uh, he supports abolishing age restrictions for marriage and laws against marital rape He believes that white supremacy is a system that works? That Hitler was a good thing for Germany? This isn't real. Like, what are you reading? I'm reading from the Washington fucking Post. (laughs) Uh... And that incest should be legalized, at least in the context of marriage. At one point in the conversation with the Post, he seemed to express admiration for the system run by the Taliban in Afghanistan, Noting that countries' birth rate fell as a consequence
1: of increased opportunities for women after the United States' more than decade-long intervention. Wait, he's saying that's a okay, so that's a bad thing. He wants the birth rate to rise, and so we need more intramarital no, he, rape. he says
2: that opportunities for women increase under Taliban, so the Taliban were
1: good. Oh, okay, okay. I I'd like to see those figures, but yeah. Uh. Um,
2: Larson is telling me to make his views mainstream by mounting a campaign for the congressional seat in Virginia, running as an oh, he's just running as a libertarian. Oh,
5: libertarian.
2: Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I I can buy that. Uh. He's like like proto-libertarian.
3: Oh. Uh. Edging right now.
2: (laughs) 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 Um.
1: He's he's he's
2: one of the, he's 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 an incel. Have you heard of this? Oh sure. Yeah. In,
1: involuntarily celibate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. No. No shit. He's an incel. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Said he considers himself to be part of the incel movement, and its views took a turn for the more extreme after an acrimonious divorce. Uh-huh. So he he's not one of the incels that never had sex. Right. He's an incel that. He's he's
1: been quarantined. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's so. I mean that whole <laughs> that whole thing is just bizarre. I mean it. Yeah. Of course. Like of course it is. But like of course you're gonna have some like vile, toxic piece of shit like that running. Yeah. It. No. Yes. I mean like there's an there's an American fascist party. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah like, <laughs> no no. I'm not like no, not this guy. Oh, oh. I'm saying the, Oh the the incel, the incel?
2: Movements, yeah.
1: whatever it is, well, yeah. and so their there prophet was a, Jordan Peterson.
0: I don't know if so you've there heard was any a, of his
1: uh, Not exactly, but I, yeah, I heard a, I heard a, a podcast
0: about like kind of the history of incel, and it was co-opted by the militant, you know, yeah, the right. asshole guys. Yeah, yeah. So like ism wasn't always this militant, you know, women hating thing. It was just people that I couldn't pop- get a date. I mean, it, I, th- I, was think, I think men that was... and women who, you know, kind of almost like, um, you know, what was it asexual or whatever, where you really don't have like that. But if, the thing about involuntary celibate is,
2: is yeah. they want to be. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if, there's a difference between somebody who thinks yeah. it's just asexual, just i not, I don't care, right? right. Yeah. Versus someone who, okay, you're right, right?
0: Maybe so. Maybe it's more like just you know these socially awkward people that yeah. you know. So it was, kind and of I'm difficult. fine
2: with you know social awkward people getting together and figuring out okay how can we up our game whatever d- d- become better at this you know get get courage from each other to to jump out and be more yeah. confident and something like that that's fine but when it turns into this yeah it's, f- we need to force women to to be sexual playthings for us right
1: It's yeah it's where it loops around to this toxic like to this to- toxic masculinity and like somehow they you know. I don't know. They're 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 blaming the you know like who who the hell? Knows Whatever like. they can find. Yeah, yeah. And and the, the, and of course you know the, then the community splits because some of them say, well, mm-hmm. you can't blame this person. Some say, sure I can. And, and mm-hmm. it's it's weird how it's weird how they overcompensate too. Because I mean, when they when they get to the point where they're going on shooting sprees, you know, it's because they've been they like they they've they've bought into this like right like hyper aggressive, hyper masculine. Um, thing where it's like, I can't get laid. Okay, so I'm like, I'm going to be this, you know, like this, just this Neanderthal uh-huh. um, where like uh, everything is, you know, like, w- like will to power and you should force everyone to do whatever the hell you want um, using physical coercion or, or something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, any, any sort of, any sort of like. Autonomy is is anathema. Um, yeah, there the, a, yeah,
2: there was a there was a post that got popular. Like you know, it started making the rounds on Twitter where you know it was a post in Reddit where some guy was like, the, the government should force women to to be to be available for the incel community. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 of course, it has to split up because some of the women, some of the incels, won't touch a woman who had sex before. So. <laughs> So like and it's like, dude, your fucking standards are way too high. <laughs> if 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 right. you if you're in there's you're like, But I need to find a version It's like dude, like yeah. Figure out, <laughs> right? Yeah, like don't.
3: Yeah, I mean that's don't how I live my day to day basis when I'm at the bar. I need to find a virgin. <laughs> oh, God. Just
2: well, just for sacrifice. I mean, that's that's, I that's my that. first
3: question. Yeah. Are you a virgin? Yeah. I no? it, okay. You, well, then you have mind. to
2: sacrifice virgins to Satan. Yeah. I mean, that's... well, I
3: was thinking Cthulhu, but that's okay. Cthulhu and Satan are the same thing. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, just Cthulhu's is real and Satan's not. Real. Right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Satan is is the connotation that Cthulhu's, you know gotten over. over.
3: Because I actually enjoy Satanism. As what a religion. You...
2: <laughs> what? It's actually... Like Levian Satanism? Yeah. Like that
3: kind of thing? Where it's, it's really just... It's more or less an atheist yeah. was kind of like... Humanistic. A, he, like he, yeah. Like yeah. Joking yeah. Like, kind of things where he's like, oh, you know, the seven deadly sins are actually a really cool thing. Ugh. Where it's like, if you lust for someone, lust for them. However, make sure they're receptive. Never impose your sexual position, like your advanced sexually without them accepting it. Like to me, that's a beautiful statement. It's like, yo. Yes, but I mean, uh, I mean, that's you fantastic. can pull
2: beautiful statements out of anything. So you're saying,
1: like, the the incels are like several degrees below,
3: like the Satanists. like <laughs> the Van Satan. I, yeah, I know, the oh, Van yeah. Satanism is actually like pretty, pretty, pretty solid ex- until it starts to get into that black magic shit. Pretty groovy. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, there's it's quite groovy. I mean, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm against pretty much ritual and all shapes and sizes so I'm, but yeah. they ha they get together and have orgies every sunday
0: that's not like i mean that's I, pretty cool <laughs> is it <laughs> i mean when you're but you have to buy in the, the other shit when all you want is the orgy
3: i uh, see i don't always want an orgy you gotta be in the movie I'm, I'm not in satanism you can choose to be a part of it i'm not I'll necessarily a, a hedonist and part of
2: the reason i think i'm not a hedonist is because i don't think that we're meant i mean i don't think that our biology is conducive to being hedonists i think that we we have drives and stuff that prevent us from well, being we have very hedonistic.
3: we have very pr- primitive things and it's like uh like for instance like sex and stuff like that like uh the the more uh, where i'm at now in my life i'm more of like yeah, sex to me is just so primitive and so mundane yeah it's fucking fun i enjoy it but at the same exact time, it's like I'm not lusting for it constantly like I was when I was 21, where right, my entire right. goal was to go out and
2: yes, because you're become you're getting older and, and you're kinda not, like, your hormones have <laughs> stopped. To, You've you've gotten past the point where your hormones are supercharging your body. Where and you're I literally like, just I followed to, my dick
3: everywhere uh, it went. Yeah,
2: because your body was telling you you are you are the most fertile you can possibly be right <laughs> go now. Go reproduce. spread go, your go, fucking go. Put seed. Put your seed everywhere.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. It's All over the building. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm,
2: and and that that primal drive is not conducive to
3: society but it is just something that we have to deal with cuz it is very much well, a I biological They're also part of society in american society speci- especially like for instance today when i was driving to uh from my father's place in North Hills to waterfront i watched a dude in traffic get roadhead that was Tell me that's not being primitive-driven society of sex. I never would have noticed. I, well, I I looked over. There was a girl in the car. I was bored. I'm in dead still traffic. I look around at everything. I don't just look at the road ahead of me. Next thing I see is her adjusting her seatbelt and her head disappeared. and It was gone.
2: Okay. What was the point you're trying to make with <laughs> <Do>
3: this little? <laughs> i'm People talking about fuck. primitive
2: like, yes People primitive fuck People no i still get it, it no, uh, that, that's that was primitive
3: that's a primitive like action though getting roadhead <laughs> a fuck. thousand years ago they were doing it in carriages <laughs> <laughs> they were stuck on the freeway uh <laughs> I don't know.
1: Oregon Trail. I'm <laughs> done. It's like at the fjord at the the
0: river. It's it's you know past midnight. Yeah, so I mean, it's really, late. We we've, yeah. we've
3: been drinking. It's, it's fine. However, that is a primitive action though.
2: Oh yes, it's you're hooded. in you're it's you're stuck in traffic very... with a bunch
3: of other people around you and the one thing that you're thinking of is getting your dick sucked right now. Well, you're bored. I mean, if you got nothing else to you know nothing else to know, talk that, about. But, I
2: mean,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Exhausted all conversations. Yeah.
3: just suck my. Well, use your mouth for something else. So I can't handle this anymore. Like, come on, that's that's.
0: You're fresh out of podcasts and your data plan's full. Now, <laughs> you know, I've heard
2: of Roadhead. I don't know whether it's the fact that it doesn't happen or it's just not a popular thing. But is there Road conolingus? Right. I mean, I me- feel like Road would be, would be a
3: lot harder. Tougher. Yeah, just the position and just everything. because especially if she's driving uh-huh. I because mean, obviously you're not doing it if you're driving right so she's driving challenges she her she has her <laughs> pedals going and stuff like that like she can't spread her legs all that far we have the benefit of erecting above our legs so we can still do whatever the hell we want versus that where you gotta kind of like spread things Nick has done the research <laughs> yeah I, be I followed rules by the book. That's a Jane Silent Bob, George Carlin reference. If you didn't get that, however, what about it. like? I mean, you have these, you know, self-guided uh, Ubers now. And stuff. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if you're self-guiding, why just do fellatio and cunelingas? Why not just go for the whole shebang Because sometimes it's it, that's difficult. Yeah, you don't feel like. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe a oski, you
1: know.
2: <laughs>
3: I guess there's probably road fingering. <laughs> well. Have I done road fingering? Have you? <laughs> have you? I have. Yeah. I have done road fingering. I haven't done road fellatio though. <laughs> it just doesn't work out. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we will end. Thank you very
2: much, Nate. Thanks, Nick. Enjoy your company, and uh, that's the perfect end.
5: Thanks. I'm gonna cut that out and play for Aaron. <laughs>